This is How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, a podcast where we talk about every performer's worst nightmare, bombing on stage, just eating it, dying, crashing and burning, sucking the devil's teeth. It's it's a good time. We have performers on, talking about their life. I say we, uh, my co-host, Lauren Hutton, is not here. He's He's a real sick boy right now. He's somewhere dying of COVID. Uh, no, he has a sore throat. He's got to rest those golden pipes of his, and the rest of us just got to manage. Just struggling through, alone in my basement, with no one to fake laugh at my jokes. It's depressing. I don't know. It might be COVID. That's a symptom, right? Uh, this podcast could be in memoriam, so listen to the whole thing. Like and subscribe, because uh, more than likely, he's not going to make it. So this will be in his memory, in loving memory of Lauren S. Hutton, which is good because the guest, we got a real firecracker of a podcast that was his last recording. He went out on a good one. Uh, we got Rand Barnaclo, guys. He is a darling of the Cincinnati comedy scene. He is a riff monster. He's doing stuff all over town. He's got a couple of podcasts. We talk about Cincinnati comedy and we get real. We get real, real. We talk about our insecurities a little bit. And Rand tells us about the craziest show I've heard of. He performs in prison for dangerous criminals who are seeking rehabilitation uh, on taxpayer dollars. But it is one of the craziest story, the craziest story I've heard on this podcast so far. So I'm going to let you, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut my mouth. We're going to take a moment of silence for our fallen comrade, Lauren Hutton. Rest in peace. And uh, then you're going to enjoy Rand Barnaclo. Did you just, did you just change hats? What? Did you just change hats? Yeah, I changed hats. Oh, Okay. <laughs> You wanted you wanted the good hat on for the podcast, right? Well, that that was like a short build, dude, and uh, I realized I'll be out in the sun. So I was like, man, fuck that. <laughs> Fantastic. Damn, I'm stomping in this park now. Now we're rolling. Now we're going. I got a fucking weirdo behind me. This rolls. This will be the most aesthetic episode that we've ever done. No one has a backdrop like Ran. Real trees. That's right. I'm out in nature, dude. <laughs> I do. I do. I do digital format podcast in nature only now. <laughs> oh, now this fucking weirdo starts running. Come on, just go round me. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. This guy's just gonna hear some shit. Who cares? <laughs> Yeah, just a Cincy Park Survivor Man episode of our podcast. <laughs> Jogging. Who jogs with giant headphones on? Like that's <laughs> so ridiculous. Look at these look at these headphones. Let's get earbuds. What's the point? I mean, maybe he's got a problem with uh ear infections, man. He can't have anything inside of there. He's gotta do the over the ear nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just start chasing him. <laughs> get after him, Rand. <laughs> what is I mean, yeah, you can't get that many ear infections as a person. You just got to get put down like a Weimaraner. 
Mark, oh, my, luck, my luck is that they're like noise canceling and he's like fucking thinking of a way to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like all he hears. He's like fucking guy called me a wine grinder. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fuck it. I'm in the park. I'm going to smoke weed. Hey, man. That'll work. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Luke, are you high? Nope. You're the you're the only one, baby. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so I'll just be piloting this ship. See where it takes us. <laughs> oh, man. It'll, get, it'll be bad. It'll be better. It will. It will be better. I think we've got a nice balance. We've got a nice balance. My edibles kicking in. Rand just hit his vape pen. Luke is sober with a mustache. We got a good. We got a good <laughs> cream going. Spread it around the bagel. Let's do this. Rand, how long have you been telling jokes? Uh, my whole life. What about? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> September thirteenth is seven years. Really? Holy shit. Yeah. You're almost an old dog, baby. Dude, I can't wait to be a fucking old dog. (laughs) An old road hog. Well, I started stand-up when I was 31, and I'm 37, but September 13th is my seventh year. Hell yeah, baby. Not my sixth. Because I count the... Even though I quit for, like, almost a year or a year and a half or some shit, I count count that time. I'm like, I'm counting that. Yeah. I mean, what were you yeah. doing during that time? You're still thinking. You're still, you know, mulling things over in your brain hole. Yeah, but I just thought I was like, because, dude, when I first started stand-up, I was like, I was like, I mean, kind of like now, but I was just like real long-winded, and I was like, wow, I am. <laughs> People were like, get the fuck out of here. And so I, I would just tell stories that were, like, not very funny, and then I'd be like, well, this sucks. I'm, a, I'm good at bartending and making people who are drunk laugh at me, but not, like, doing stand-up. And then I just started doing it again. I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm going to do it again. And I'm actually going to write jokes. Yeah, there you go. That's the that's the key, man. you got to write jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, now I don't even really write jokes. Yeah, what is what is your process like? Do you, do you just pull whatever falls out of your ass and, and present it to the audience? Yeah, I've been really into... Well, now I'm starting to write more because, like, I, I realize you can't just be, like, a one-sided comic that's, like, that guy is amazing at riffing. Right. It's, like, I, I want to I be both. I want to be able to – because, like, I love to just go on stage without a – I like having no set list, no plan, kind of knowing what I'm going to talk about, and then just going up and, like, fitting the jokes I have into that, like, making it kind of – conversational or whatever yeah 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 but i need to write some fucking jokes though too <laughs> i can't i can't just be i can't be up there for 40 minutes like what'd you have for lunch like, fuck <laughs> off, you know? just around the room fish sandwich hell yeah <laughs> yeah yeah fish sandwich uh, ew. <laughs> i just want to be really really entertaining so i just walk around and i like pace around and i like look around and see what kind of shit that is like. I don't know. Like I saw a dude with an eye patch and a COVID mask driving a pallet truck. I talked about that last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of pick up that energy now. You're our only interview that looks like the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. That's what I want. 
Oh my god. That movie fucking scared my friend. <laughs> What's scary about it? He just gets lost in the woods. I don't know, dude. In, in junior high, in junior high, my friend Craig had to sleep on his couch after seeing that movie for like a fucking year. Are you serious? A year? Yeah. And in junior high, I was like, that shit was fucking whack, dude. That's not even funny. There was not, not even a witch in it. It wasn't even scary. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of upward nostril shots. Yeah, he was like, well, it's all mental. I'm like, dude, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> how can it be mental if you're so dumb? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how is, it, how is it fucking scaring you, Craig? You're dumb as shit. <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe he's still my friend on Facebook. So if he's act, if he actually goes back and watches this, because I'm gonna, because I'll I'll tell him that I said that he was dumb as shit. Craig, you're a stupid fucking god. <laughs> Jesus Lord, oh man. So like, okay. So how long did you do comedy before you took a year off? Uh, like six times. So six times, and then you were like, "All right, I'm no good at yeah. that. I'm just gonna make drunk people <laughs> laugh at the bar. These are my this yeah, is my man, niche." I thought I was like, "Well, I thought it was like I thought I was gonna be sick, and because I because I used to fucking destroy when I would bartend, destroy. <laughs> I'd have like all these people at the bar like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like I would destroy. So I thought it would just translate, and then I'd go up and be like." Ah. I know a Jamaican guy that cooked a piece of steak for seven months. And people were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, it like, didn't translate. Okay, I do want to hear about the Jamaican guy who cooked a piece of steak for seven months. That sounds like a bit that would work. I don't know if it was the same piece of meat, but there was a bunch of Jamaican dudes. There was like a whole group of Jamaican dudes on my block when I first came down in the city. And... They just had a barbecue grill going for, I'm not shitting you, four seasons. Like, they had a barbecue, <laughs> and it was, it, it was always one piece of meat. they drink beers with prostitutes, and they would offer me food every time I came out of the house. It never turned off. <laughs> not only was the grill never off, but there was one guy in the group that never changed out of a blue hoodie, no matter what the season was, and he just had a... He had a soap factory portion of smoke billowing into his face for 11 hours, <laughs> and he's fine. And I tried to do a bit about it, and people were like, that isn't funny. And I was like, well, whatever, I think it's <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Oh, my You tried God. that six times, and you're like, you don't think that's funny? I fucking quit. <laughs> <laughs> I... I tried that once. The first the first joke I ever did was about how Giselle Bunchen has a twin sister, but she's fraternal twins with her. I don't even and know I'm who like, that is. And I'm like, what a fucking shit draw that was. <laughs> You're a fraternal twin of a woman who's got a billion dollars because she's got a face like a deer, and you're the fraternal, you don't look like her? <laughs> She just took all the good genes out of that and left you with shit. She, like, absorbed all of the good genes. And then, oh, and by the way, that, that was the joke, is that Giselle's name is Giselle, and her and that she's Brazilian. But her fraternal twin sister's name is Pat. <laughs> How, like, did your dad?
head no when when Giselle was born was the day I'm like, well, that's the hot one, and this one is fucking Pat. <laughs> they didn't even know there were two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just like, and Pat, I guess we didn't we didn't prepare for a second baby. <laughs> Dude, that's so fun. That's how the joke goes. I was like, it's like the doctor was like, congratulations, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Munchen. It's a girl. And the dad was like, name her Giselle. And then the doctor was like, oh, my God, there's another one coming. And the dad was <laughs> out of the room, and he's like, I don't give a shit, name it Pat. <laughs> <laughs> and you're telling me you couldn't ever make that work? That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it, it, it has worked. I have my first set uh, that I ever did at Go Bananas Rooftop recorded it. And it was after Blake Hammond fucking destroyed. Right. Yeah. Par for the course. Yeah. I had to go up my first time at the comedy club. I was so nervous. Blake just fucking wrecked. <laughs> and then I and then I went up and I actually had a really good set. I, I, I had a, for that time, for those standards, it's not bad. Yeah. Now yeah. I watch it and yeah. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, even in the room, after you see somebody go up and do what Blake Hammond does, and then it's your first time, you're like, well, they're not laughing as much as that, and they may never again. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, Blake was like, I bombed. And I was like, shut <laughs> the fuck up. Exactly. Exactly. Blake could do as well as anyone could ever hope for, and he would still just pick it apart. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm nothing. You'd I'm going like, to go oh, crawl in a okay. hole. And you're like, right. Dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What was the final straw when you quit for a year? What were you just like, this blows. I, yeah, I just didn't, I, I didn't really, I mean, like, people think I'm a fucking asshole anyway, but, like, I didn't really vibe with people in the scene either. I, like, didn't know anybody, and everybody was grouped up in their own little friend groups. And I was like, well, I don't really know anybody. I didn't expect people to like bend over backwards and be like here's how you write a joke you know but i was just like i don't know anybody i'm not like i'm not really connecting with the craft if you will i'm not really yeah i'm not getting it yeah, yeah. and i was like plus i don't like i used to be nervous every time i go on stage i'd be so nervous i'd be like man i don't like feeling like that i don't like feeling like i'm never going to be comfortable you know what i mean yeah i just thought i thought i'd never be comfortable going up and it was like why am I doing this to myself? Yeah, like, why, yeah. And that was at, that was at open mics. I didn't even, <laughs> I, that was at open mics. I, so the first time I would go up and go bananas, I'm like, God damn it. That feelings back. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking, it's <laughs> so I, I started like five years ago and I think you were at least a year before me, but I always hear that like, People are like, it's good you got here when you did because people would just be assholes in the, in the like generation of comics before. If you wore shorts on stage, your fucking days were numbered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I got in when it was like the the real guys that were like kind of hard on people. Yeah, were kind of moved. Away. They kind of moved away, and they kind of like they kind of like weren't like around for like i mean they used to be so shitty to like mike cronin and like there's like funny comics that they were like bad to it's like so strange to think like i i missed i kind of wish i got some of that i mean i got it a little bit from like some of the some of the 
older heads, but like, I, I mean, even my group of dudes, that was like a couple years before you, Luke and Lauren, like we never really went hard on people. We tried, we tried to be like, man, what the fuck? But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you like, you like a good razz, but you're never like mean. <laughs> trying to get comics to kill themselves. It's like, man, if he murders himself tonight, I will lose my shit. <laughs> I know. You, dude, you hear old school stories of dudes being like so heinous to people. Like yeah. guys saying like they were like, kill a new comics mom. And now it's like, I'm kidding. And now, now it's like, now it's like we're like, oh man, your shoes look stupid. And then somebody writes a Facebook post like toxic mother. It's like, <laughs> Get over it. Yeah, get new shoes. <laughs> dude, I'm not even really an asshole, dude. I'm like, I'm like, I'm a little socially distant before COVID. I'm a little like I, I'm a little standoffish, but I'm not an asshole. I'm just I'm, I'm weird about shit. People are like, Ran barnacle clothes and asshole. It's like I'm not a fucking asshole. I don't like anything. No. My I was always I asked so... this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was you reaching out. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, guess what? Your listeners aren't gonna bump up at all. <laughs> I want to do a podcast where I don't have to watch Andrew Rudick get high and itch his legs. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Buy him some cream, man. Like, I feel like one of those problems are solvable. <laughs> Dude, he says, he says he's using Aveeno skin cream, and he's like, I love it. It, it actually works. And I'm like, why are you saying it actually works while you're itching your legs? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. You're, you're sick, man, and you need to go to the hospital. <laughs> he is pretty sickly. <laughs> yeah, that dude will take, that dude's taking like, that motherfucker's taking like five COVID tests and he won't go to the hospital to get his leg fixed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, pick your battles with this guy. Oh, man. If Andrew Rudick is watching this, go to a dermatologist. I'm saying you don't shit. Yeah, we're 20 minutes in. We already got two call-outs. I'm not mean, but Andrew Rudick, go fuck yourself. Yeah, Andrew, no. Andrew, Andrew Rudick, don't go fuck yourself. Go to a dermatologist. Go get your legs looked at. And Craig Berry, you're a dumb kid. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the opposite. I care about you, buddy. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that guy's first and last name, but whatever. He was my friend for years and he was stupid. <laughs> Some people are born dumb. Some people are born and they can't swim. Some people are born and they can't ride bikes. Some people can't do math. Some people are dyslexic. And some people are afraid of the fucking Blair Witch. <laughs> Not a big deal. So getting back to you. 
<laughs> you performed six times. You took, you know, a year off or whatever. What was the thing that made you? Because, like, you know, you said what you weren't. What? Mine? Yeah, that's you. Your connection sucks. You're in a park. What do you expect? Yeah, you're in the middle of nature. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm clear as shit. I thought you guys were fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you called that guy kind of dumb, but everybody's clear as shit on their personal phone because it doesn't travel over the internet. <laughs> yeah, okay, I think you guys were fucking up. I'm killing on this podcast. <laughs> so anyways... What made you want to get back into comedy? Because you said like you weren't meshing with anybody. It constantly gave you anxiety, and you didn't want to have anything to do with that. So what what made you like want to get back into it? Why would you put well, your that, feet back to the fire? That's, that's actually kind of the weird shit. So is the sound also fucked up, or is my video just fucked up? No, nah, you're no. good. Yeah, you're fine. Okay, cool. You don't worry about uh, it. We'll figure it out. Okay, well, I want to make sure I'm not, I don't sound like a robot jacking off when I'm definitely good <laughs> Well, we're going to make sure that you sound like that. <laughs> okay, well, if that's the angle, that's what I do. <laughs> I, I think, um, I think uh, that's the weird part, too, is, like, I, I didn't mesh with anybody, and I did, but, like, the first dude I met was Carl Spaeth, notorious asshole. Yeah. <laughs> One of my closest friends, but notorious grump. Carl's face. <laughs> I met him and he was cool to me. And then I met a couple other dudes when I did comedy that five, six, seven times, whatever. And I met a couple other dudes and then they kind of like just remembered me and, and they and John Hayes saw me like in Northside. He was like, dude, why don't why haven't I seen you do stand up? I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I'm a funny bartender. And then John Hayes just made me do a showcase show where I had to follow fucking like Dave Waite or some shit, oh and, I, and I ate my fucking dick. I hadn't done comedy in four months. I ate my fucking whole ass. I'm like, I'm definitely not doing this again. <laughs> Where was that show at? It was it was at Mayday, but now it's a uh, what's what's it called now? Northside Yacht Club, but it's uh, okay. yeah. called Mayday. Gotcha. Yeah, so kind of a punk crowd. What what made you not connect? God damn it! <laughs> we still hear you. You could. your audio's fine. Don't worry about the video. Okay, sick. Okay, sick. Yeah. But I didn't hear you, dude. I didn't hear you, dude. So know if I was killing or not. <laughs> it used to be called. It used to be called Mayday, but it, it's at Northside Yacht Club. Yeah. So it's a real kind of punk bar yeah and what made you not connect with them then was it just you got buried by the person before what happened no i i actually it wasn't even that bad it was just like i don't know i i just still got all fucking nerved out and i like didn't really know anybody and i was like whatever and then those dudes just kept like john hayes just kept talking to me and, and telling me to do stand-up and eventually i just stopped stopped like uh not going i just kept going after and then i didn't stop okay that time your audio cut out <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Rand, go, go, weird, go to a place so. with wi-fi so yeah quit <laughs> okay that time your audio did cut out yeah i'm walking to the other side of the park because this part by the the Creek is giving me real issues. <laughs> okay. I'm going to walk up by the Frishes again. Yeah. 
Get that sweet, fresh. Where the signal's strong. <laughs> so does Frishes even have Wi-Fi? Or I don't know, man. They got all day breakfast. I don't know why they wouldn't have Wi-Fi. I can't imagine they would have Wi-Fi because most people that eat at Frishes don't have teeth or cell phones with Wi-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah work on one thing. <laughs> Your guy's totally dead, but I can only imagine when it clicks back on, you guys are going to be fucking... Damn, this part of the park sucks, the timing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you're getting real spotty out there, brother. Oh, sick, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to come through on a motorbike. <laughs> that was a car. That was a car? That was a car. That was a gross car. That, that, I, that car sounded w- awful. Without a muffler. That was a sedan that sounded like a fucking lawnmower. <laughs> you just put a fucking lawnmower engine in a sedan. It's a 25cc so Toyota. <laughs> I think I might have saw something very illegal. <laughs> was it drugs or prostitution? You are in the park. No, they're good. They're going to be like, your car uh, can only go 13 miles an hour. <laughs> and the dude's like, yeah, but it gets 600 miles to the gallon. Because <laughs> it's one cc. Oh, it's, man. Single, it's single horsepower. <laughs> you could just get a horse. <laughs> At that point, just buy a horse. Or steal well, a horse. You can't burn out on horses. <laughs> yeah, he takes that to the Walmart parking lot and does sick burnouts every weekend. <laughs> one mile per hour. Yeah, I take my horse to the park and I try to do donuts, but he doesn't really do them. <laughs> yeah, you just broke one of his legs, so he goes in circles. So now I just used him to glue my car back together. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that's fine. If I was Swiss, I would have ate him. I mean, this is true. <laughs> this is very true. Oh, did you you hear the, about the Burger King thing where they got the horse burger? They just got caught putting horse meat in their burger. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it was like f- three years ago, but it was o- only over in England. Oh, oh well, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, where fine. they still ride horses around. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna say if it's if it's over in fucking. England or like Denmark, I'm gonna be like that. They didn't just add that to the menu, <laughs> right? Why was that a scandal? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's like, no, that's that's European burger. I assumed if I went to Europe and ate at Burger King, it was horse anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that put off, <laughs> dude. You know what? And honestly, I don't know. I don't know why I think this, but I would eat horse. I mean, yeah, it can't taste that bad, right? Like. They're Ow. just fast cows. They're just fast cows. <laughs> fast cows with with a mohawk. <laughs> yeah, they're just punk rock quick cows. <laughs> I'm good. I'll eat that. I'd eat pretty much anything. I eat snake. See, now you can miss me with reptiles and bugs. I'm not eating that. No, no, no bugs for you. No, dude. What, what did I? <laughs> I didn't, I'm not like my grandpa. I didn't come over here on a fucking boat. I'm not even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's someone who's desperate enough to eat a cricket. <laughs> yeah, my grandpa my, my grandpa was on a boat. He probably had to eat bugs, dude. He ate <laughs> bugs, so I didn't fucking have to. I'm not exactly. doing it. Exactly. 
So he he came over from from Italy, right? I I know your comedy, so you're you're full Italian heritage. No, I'm seventy five percent Italian and a quarter Yugoslav Serbi, Serbian. Okay, that's right. So so two came over on boats and then two came over. No, they all did, but <laughs> they uh, but they met after the boats. <laughs> one, one is from Yugoslavia, which doesn't exist anymore, and then there uh, the rest are from Italy. Gotcha. Okay. That explains a lot, like a lot about your hairlines and things. Oh, yeah. No, dude. My hairline and how my nose is growing at such an intense rate. <laughs> is it really? I haven't noticed. Yeah, dude. I used, to have a, I used to have a generally pretty small nose for a dude, but it's starting to honk out, man. Because <laughs> your, no, your nose never stops growing, dude. Yeah. Yeah, your nose and your ears. Bush is going to look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I already started halfway through you did <laughs> not have not a good baseline <laughs> when you die you're gonna look like an eagle <laughs> <laughs> an eagle but half is majestic it's just gonna... <laughs> no yeah you're gonna look like a sick eagle gonna be like, oh, we need to get this dude oh we needed to get a new bird <laughs> Ran, I love that you just keep showing us random people in the park. <laughs> just like, oh, look at this guy running. He doesn't have a shirt on. They're on bikes. It's just so you guys know I'm in a park. <laughs> I mean, if we didn't already. <laughs> just stay where you're at. That signal right there is crystal clear. I can see all of your beard hairs. It's great. Well, I hope I don't say anything messed up or I'll never be allowed next to one of these again. <laughs> oh, you you are. I didn't think you were to begin with. So. <laughs> I'm chilling next to the playground, yelling about <laughs> eagles. <laughs> yeah, are we gonna get you in trouble for some sort of violation with your parole officer? Dude, I know, I know, I have a neck tattoo, but I've never been to prison. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold move to get a neck tattoo and not even go to prison. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's stolen valor. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we should probably tell like one bombing story before we end the podcast. Oh, come on. I was having fun. Why do we have to stay on message all the time? <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I got bombing stories, that's for sure. <laughs> what, what, okay, so I know there was one story that popped into your head whenever you were contemplating being on this show. What was it? Yeah, the prison story. Oh. Oh, fuck. Speaking of. Speaking of prison. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're good I at segways. And I technically have been in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I technically did have a bunch of prisoners want to kick the shit out of me. <laughs> Two thirds. I've been in prison. Two thirds prison of the experience. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the crazy thing is, so me and another comic, you guys know Lee Kimbrell. Yeah. Right, right. I got booked by this dude that just had seen me do a show. He was like, do you want to headline this prison I used to work at? And I was like, fuck yes. What a and question. <laughs> I, I was like, I definitely want to do that. Cause I got, I got to ask, did that dude have a nickname? Um, he was, dude, so this is what I didn't know. Kind of Barry in the lead, but it's fine. He was a former CO at that prison. 
He was a corrections officer. Okay. That's, okay. So I'm going, I didn't even think about it, but I'm going into this prison gig with the former corrections officer hosting, which means <laughs> they fucking hate this guy. Oh, no. Because some of them know him. Some of, of them course. know him. He kicked some people's asses that were in the crowd. Yeah, he's like put a baton to somebody's fucking throat and told him to shut the fuck up. They're not a man. <laughs> sure, host the show for me. <laughs> so he like books me. He like books me to host this show or headline this show. He's hosting. He's bringing another guy in, and then he asked me, and I I was like, can I bring Lee? And he goes, yeah. Does Lee want a headline? The first or second should do you want a co-headline? And I was like, you're still paying me two hundred dollars. So yes, whatever yeah, right. you want. <laughs> yeah. And so then, the, so then we go up there. It's in Indiana. It's a maximum security prison, but it's got some. It's got some. Uh, it's got some leniency. Like they have a big, like their yard area. They live in pods because huh. they're like kind, kind of like they're they're kind of like trying to. I don't know. It's like woke jail. I don't know. <laughs> they're like trying to assimilate them back in before. So then, so then they're like, we're doing two shows. And I was like, whatever. So then me and Lee go in and they're like, Hey, you got to take your jewels back to your car because you're crazy. So we had to leave and go back to the car. Cause we, we both had little vapes that we were smoking. Yeah. Like, right. What are you doing? Somebody will stab you for that. So, <laughs> We took our we took our little vape pens back and then we're chill, we're chilling and we're we go and when we go when we go through you have to walk like 700 yards to this church that we're doing and it's got like 500 seats and okay. they and they're they're pretty full for the first show. Okay. And so so we walk down and I'm expecting like a guard with a shotgun in the back of the room. Right. I already was like I already was going to try to riff about that and like, you know. Yeah. Get, but we get there, and instead of a guard with a shotgun, there are now this is for 500 men of all varying crimes. Uh, <laughs> the the guards there, the guards were um, two women that looked like they work at Frisch's clipboards. Uh, <laughs> Jack muscle guards, like I thought. It was two middle-aged women that looked like Phil Pointer. Right. So if somebody fucking moves at you, they're going to make a note on a clipboard. They're going to give them a, a citation. It, it, was, it, was one, it was one white woman that looked exactly like Louie Anderson and one black woman that looked exactly like Carl Weathers. <laughs> Because I, I would have taken Carl Weathers. I would have felt safe with him, but Carl Winslow. And so, so Carl Winslow and Louis Anderson are guarding 500 dangerous people, right? And, they, and they're just, like, letting people in. They're like, do you have tickets? And people are like, shut up. And they're like, go on in. <laughs> the first show starts. The guy's like, I used to be a corrections officer here. And everybody, it bombs. <laughs> And then he brings up this other guy who actually did pretty well. And then I was like, Lee, you do the first show. I'll do the second show. So then I went up. And, dude, I got a laugh from these guys. Some dude kicked his shower shoes off and stood up and was clapping. It was like, yeah. It was like 
one of the best shows I've ever done. It was so fun. Okay. Lee, Lee goes up, kills for 20 minutes. We get off stage. One show left, baby. I was like, this rules. <laughs> we did so well, they let us go out and meet the, the prisoners. For real? One, one guy from across the way was talking to Lee. And I was like, that's weird. And the guy was pointing at me. And then Lee pointed at me. And then the guy, the prisoner he was talking to, walked up to me and goes, uh, I saw you at Go Bananas. You won the funniest person in Cincinnati contest. You're kidding. Like, oh, wow. He was like, I was telling the boys, like, these guys are funny. I've seen these guys. He'd seen me and Lee before. Holy shit. So it was great. It was like, so it was awesome. I was like, this show fucking rules. We got a fan in Pris. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> saw you at Go Bananas and he stabbed some dude in the parking lot. <laughs> And then he got kicked out by Marty, and him and Marty got into a fight, and he's in prison. <laughs> so th then it's like, then it's like, the second show's about to start, and I see this group piling in, less people, but whatever, maybe like three hundred. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So it's like they they pile in and uh, loud, uh, real rowdy, roasting each other before the show starts. Um, now, mind you, we're in prison and there's nowhere to run. <laughs> By design. Thinking about that, I was like, oh, if something goes down, I'll just hide in the green room. And I was like, wait a second, there's no doors. <laughs> it's not like I can run out of the venue and jump the fence because on the top of the fence, razor wire. So I can't go anywhere. <laughs> Uh, you know the term when people are like, you got it fucked up. Y'all are locked in here with us. That's how yeah. I felt. Yep. <laughs> The show, the show starts, and the guy goes up, and he's like, actually, I used to be a CO here. And instead of it just bombing, some guy yells, fuck you, cop. <laughs> 300 of the meanest people I've ever seen started scream booing for, for I don't know, seven minutes. <laughs> So if you weren't nervous before, here we go. Uh, the second guy comes up and he just tries to like rap with them, you know? Oh, he like turns, no. he like turns the chair around like AC Slater and he's like, I used to be in the military. And yes. they're like, fuck you! He's trying to guidance counselor him. He's like, hey buddy. <laughs> he tried to be their guidance counselor and they all screamed fuck you at him. <laughs> what you have to know is on it's stage left that this row of pew is all younger black guys white guys spanish guys all all younger they they all seemed like they kind of had you know i don't want to generalize but it is general population <laughs> <laughs> they they all seemed like they had like they, they, they seemed like gang dudes honestly they all had right. like different gang tattoos they were fully tatted like i said black guys white guys spanish guys all hanging in this group and they were all loud and rowdy and hated everything and then in the middle row was a bunch of guys that were kind of uh sparsely spaced out and they were all older guys black guys white guys spanish guys all older dudes but they were kind of spaced out in maybe groups of like 10 or 15 or four or you know but okay. it was weird so this side is packed this side is spread out older dudes and then on the right side it was people that were even more spread out, and I came to find out those are the pedophiles. So, <laughs> it really 
sucked when the only dudes when I came up that were laughing at me were the pedophiles and a couple dudes I definitely noticed were white supremacists. <laughs> I really don't want you guys to like me. <laughs> Would be remiss to say if I didn't try a little crowd work to settle the rowdy side down. And that didn't go well for me. There was a bunch of men with death behind their eyes, not, <laughs> not wanting to answer my question if they have a bidet in their house or not. <laughs> you got a bidet in your little metal toilet? <laughs> yeah. I think I was like, dude, I was talking about bidets, and some guy was like, fuck you. You know what I mean? I was like, All right. The whole shit was a nightmare. So it's like... So it's like I I'm bombing initially for I got a couple laughs on some things that were like I see I didn't have the at all the skill set to understand I should have just been loose and been and not really done jokes because they wanted riffing and capping and fucking around yeah and I tried to reel it back in and do jokes like a fucking amateur and just was getting trounce they were still they were so angry at the last guy that tried to guidance counselor they were yelling at me heckles to tell him (laughs) (laughs) and they were still talking about the guy that was a co so by the time and they were mad at lee well lee went up before me and and he was getting screamed at too and so by the time i went up they were just over it and knew they could be rowdy. Cause what is Louie Anderson and Carl Winslow going to tell them to be quiet <laughs> in the middle, in the middle of my set. I'm like, I'm like, I'm supposed to do 25. I think I'm like 20 in. And I, and I, I wasn't like looking at my watch. I was just trying to be like, get a laugh. Right. And, and it wasn't crickets. I wasn't bombing the silence. I was bombing to a bunch of people that are like, we're going to fucking beat your ass for your shoes now. <laughs> I was like, you know, I was like trying to be like, yeah, come on. I'm cool. It's not like that. But, you know, like, I, was, I was I was trying to be like, you know, like, hey, I mean, sorry you're in here. I, I wasn't trying to talk about jail or anything. So, so then the lady the the lady that looks like Carl Winslow comes running in and she's giving me the throat cut sign and I was like oh is there someone behind me <laughs> she was giving me the like we're done and she was pointing at her watch cause I guess they had church and uh, <laughs> it, tur- it turns out all these guys that were yelling some of the most heinous things I ever heard showed up to church early so that's cool <laughs> And I'm like, well, that's enough out of me. And then they all clapped. They were like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like you guys are all clapping? Because like, you got to yell at four random people <laughs> an hour and a half. So we get off stage. And then there, there's more guys like filing in. So now all the guys that were in the church that are 300 of the scariest humans I've ever seen from all walks of life <laughs> are now hanging out with a group of 200 more terrifying humans that didn't see us bomb that now we have to walk by that are now all roasting us (laughs) and like flinching at us and being like, fuck you. 
the two lady guards are like, good luck. Uh, <laughs> you know the way out. The gate is all the way up there. Have a good time walking seven football fields to a gate while men who are currently doing push-ups are saying they're going to kill your mother. Get up there. <laughs> and then, by the way, when you get there, you got to wait to be buzzed in. So it's just like. I signed up for Scared Straight, and I didn't steal anybody's bike. I don't know why. <laughs> it was a nightmare. Oh, my God. It was a fucking nightmare. And then when we got out to the car, the booker, the guy that was the CO, I just walked up to him, and I was like, he was, like, trying to talk to me, and I think he was trying to not pay me, and I don't care to tell this story, and if you're watching it, you're a bad booker. But I just walked <laughs> right up to him, and I was like, dude – Pay me my fucking money. <laughs> In the car, and we left. I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm out of here. Never, ever call me again. Jesus. And then, me and, and then me and Lee were so, we were like both in the car, like just dead-eyed and staring for about 37 minutes. And then we looked at each other at the same time, like a TV show, and went, so that was fucking insane, right? <laughs> We talked. We talked about it for like the next two hours. Now, just like what the fuck? Oh my god! You drove two hours for that. Yeah. <laughs> so wild. So what did you learn? <laughs> I, I learned that uh, don't do a prison show with a former CO from that room. <laughs> Yeah, we hear a lot of stories where people are like, yeah, I could have done this better. (laughs) Your only take home is like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that in the first place. I shouldn't have been there. No, I actually realized because the only, listen, and I don't want to sound like I'm like lambasting these guards for being ladies. I'm lambasting them for being out of shape ladies who didn't care. Yeah, they didn't give a shit. I, I personally felt. Like, I was actually in real danger. I, felt like at a point, I was doing my little dumb jokes to people that were like, we could fucking rip this guy apart like a wet diaper if we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> then they'll take away our privileges. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah, you're going to tear the shoes off my feet and punch my teeth out, and you're not going to be able to watch TV for a month? Like, that's, that's going to fucking change me. <laughs> shouldn't have done the show i just shouldn't have done it it was too dangerous it wasn't safe at all oh my god dude has anything that you've ever done in your comedy career even come close to comparing to that no and of course I not. anything ever will i think if i quit i could be like i i did two friday shows at a prison and bombed my ass off on half of them <laughs> At least I don't ever have to do a prison again because I know what it feels like to kill in a prison and I know what it feels like to bomb in a prison. <laughs> Equally scary. I'm, yeah, I'm not like signing back up to be like, I got to learn how to get him. I got him. <laughs> I'm good. Jesus I'm good. Nice, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, normally I try and like squeeze another story out of a person, but I, I can't imagine that there's anything else that you have done that, that would even be worth talking about at this point. Yeah. Like, then You had yeah, your life that, threatened that just very like, passively yeah, for $200. <laughs> like that's basically what happened. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, other than that, I've just like bombed like everybody else has. I've like accidentally said some shit and been like, whoops. <laughs> we heard that. And then I'm like, well, fuck you. <laughs> then you're like actually bombing, you know, you're like, well, I shouldn't, you know, whatever. I shouldn't have. <laughs> called my grandfather a bug eater or something <laughs> if you have a more intense bombing experience it's going to be seconds before your death you're gonna die that <laughs> night i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be on your podcast for for your thousands of listeners <laughs> going uh yeah i bombed so bad then a guy shot me in the head <laughs> that's the next <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse went to my show. <laughs> yeah, I bombed so I bombed so hard they burnt down a Target. <laughs> not gonna happen. Oh my shit! Oh, it's not. It's just not gonna happen. I hope. I hope to never bomb like that again. But I'm glad I got it out of the way. Yeah, dude. Like it's it's an amazing story. It's it. it, it Honestly, dude, when you asked to be on the show, I was like, well, this is going to be great. Like, Rand's going to have all kinds of great stories. I was not expecting this. I was not expecting you to, be, to just be like, yeah, you know, I went to prison and almost died for $200. Yeah, yeah it, was, <laughs> it was fucking wild. And actually, when I think about it, I'm still mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt that. <laughs> yeah, when, when I think about it, I'm still mad at that guy that booked it. Still, like, trying to be sketchy. And, like, not pay, and also, I right. just was like, what the fuck, man? That's the craziest part, is, like, you literally put yourself in the line of fire in a situation yeah. where there was no recourse for your safety if something popped off, and this guy was still just going to be like, yeah, and so dude, how long's your drive home? All right, take it easy. I'm fine. The thing about, <laughs> the thing, yeah, the thing about the bomb, how, how hard I bombed, too, is that, that, like, you know that feeling when you're doing stand-up and you know you're bombing and it's hopeless. You're yep. like, okay, yeah. this show is now a wash. I just have to do my time. But you know how you're also not like, man, the guy in the front row will stab my dick off of my body. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the only difference. It's like, I, not only was I was like, well, I got 15 minutes to go and I am running out of here. It's like, man, I have 15 minutes to go, and within all of that time, some dude could stand up and just start fighting other guys or me. Or and, and what the fuck is Louis Anderson gonna do? You know, it's like it's not gonna happen. I'm fucking done. Deal. I'm gonna have to fight in jail. I'm not just gonna get socked. I'm gonna fucking punch somebody. <laughs> You're going to return to jail two weeks later. So yeah, gonna... Exactly. I'm going to be like, hey, guys, remember me? Call back. And then the shit out of me. The thing that gets me about the CEO is he, first of all, he said he was a CEO to the prisoners in the first show, which was clearly right. a bad idea. Yeah. But then they responded to it, and he did it again in the second show. Right. Yeah, well, it's like... <laughs> Thing that some comics do and I don't I don't know why some comics don't suss out the mood of the room which in that room you better yep. yeah. <laughs> it could literally mean your life <laughs> just go verbatim off the the same script and say it the same way every time and expect different results that is the definition of insanity yeah and he he went up and he was like nope I wrote this 
two hours ago. It's like, guy, you're not getting a Netflix special. Just be nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever, dude. It just didn't make any sense. I was like, why even fucking say that again? What are you crazy? He's I would honestly, I would have been a fucking straight up rat, dude. If they started yelling at me, I would have been like, the CO is right out there. Go get him. <laughs> <laughs> just throw him to the crowd. You just got to be faster than that guy. <laughs> and I, I would have been because I would have tripped him and threw one of his shoes into the crowd. <laughs> I, I would have hit him first. I would have <laughs> yeah, Just stomp his ankle so they <laughs> slow him down. <laughs> Yeah, when he brought me up on stage, he went to shake my hand, and I stepped on his foot really hard, just in case we had to run. <laughs> Oops, sorry, that's my insurance policy for getting out of here alive. <laughs> oh, my bad, dude. Do you have a limp now? And he's like, yeah, and I'm like, good. All right, see ya. <laughs> hey, just check it. Buddy, I'm Ram. <laughs> so what's up with uh, Chick-fil-A? Uh... <laughs> Damn it. Rand, what do you want to plug, baby? What do you got going on? I know you got all sorts of things in the works. You're 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 I've a podcastinista yourself. I've got seventy podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we left time. <laughs> I I uh I have I have uh my podcast Rumble Lips. Uh, that's just me by myself. And then I have a podcast with my friend Andrew Rudick, who has itchy legs and red watery eyes, <laughs> <laughs> dry skin and silver hair. <laughs> That's called that's called Thunder Slime, and it's real fun, and I really love it. And uh, just I don't know, follow me on Instagram. What about the one with Mike? What about the one with Mike? What about it? Oh, okay, my <laughs> bad. I didn't you know what shit. <laughs> I, 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 I have a pod, I have a, another podcast with my good friend Mike Cronin. It's Fuck a character podcast. It's a. It's a uh, it's a character podcast called Mr. Cheeks. <laughs> we, uh, we, we play two former male strippers in the witness protection program. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking uh. ridiculous. <laughs> it's a real fun one. Oh, yeah, dude. It is a lot of fun. I, uh... <laughs> oh, you got socials you want to spread? What else you got, baby? Just uh, just at Ran Barnaclo, R-A-N-B-A-R-N-A-C-L-O on Instagram. That's all. I just use Instagram. Bangarang, sweet sauce. I don't care about I don't care about Twitter, and I, I don't get on Facebook because my dad sent me a friend request two years ago, and I can't stand to look at his fucking face because he owes me twenty one Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right, see you guys. <laughs> see you around, buddy. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh.